Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Hey guys, welcome everybody. I'm Dr. Maggie Yu and I, uh, we run a program called Healing Autoimmune Disease Naturally. And I'm an integrative physician who spent the first 10 years of my career as a family medicine physician and the last 12 years of my career working as an integrative doctor focusing specifically on autoimmune disease. And today it's really cool. We actually have Kate Byers with us. And first of all, let's have you introduce yourself, Kate. Introduce yourself and what had happened with Eli, both of those things. Absolutely. So yeah, my name's Kate and I have a um, husband and two little boys. My boys are 10 and eight. And my younger son, Eli, um, started exhibiting symptoms of pandas about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And we knew that that was something because oddly enough, we live in a community where there seems to be quite a few kids that have pandas. And so we've had friends whose children have experienced this illness. And so we thought, hmm, something is up. And that's what really brought us to you. It's a, it's a little bit longer story. We didn't go directly to you because we didn't know about you right away, but we certainly had a bit of a journey, which I'm sure you want to ask questions about, but yeah. we're so grateful we did because he wasn't getting the help he needed and he wasn't getting better. So that's kind of why I wanted to share because today my little boy is back and that's been a huge success for us. He's, he's who he wants to be and who he always is. And he wasn't for about a year. Kate, let's talk about that. What was what was life like for Eli and for your family a year ago? You know, and it's funny, Maggie, I wonder if before we ever saw the ticks of pandas that the behavior of pandas was there. And I think I was guilty of not wanting to see that. I thought, oh, well, he's just a temperamental little boy. He's just emotional. He'll grow out of this. And what we were seeing was that Eli was having these extreme difficulties self-regulating. So when he would get mad, yeah, I mean, kids, young kids get mad, but it would just escalate into just, you know, he couldn't let go of the anger, just anger, anger, anger. And the more it would escalate, the more it would be difficult for our family. You know, we'd try to go somewhere, we'd go to a park or we'd be doing something at a play date and then he would get angry and he couldn't calm down and we'd have to remove him. So he was now suffering because, or I'm going to start crying already. <laughs> you know, we'd have to pull him out of a park play date and have him sit in the car. And then he would beat himself up and he'd say, why do I do these things? I don't want to do this, mom. You know, I don't want to be this way. And he kept saying, I'm this way. And we're like, you're not any way. You just need to calm down. Like we didn't see it. Mm. It wasn't until about a year ago in May where he started having these tics where at first it was sort of subtle, like he would want to, you know, the pandas, like he would want to line his pants up with his belly button. And then he would like roll his eyes and we would say, why are you doing that? And he was like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. And I thought that's such a strange remark because usually when kids do funny little things, they're like, oh mom, look at this funny thing I'm doing with my fingers or, you know, it's, they're not hiding it. And he was. Yeah. So we took him to our local um, pediatrician who works with a lot of pandas kids and is well known for her success with them. Success being, you know, years of antibiotic treatment, really. Mm -hmm. And we said, hey, look, he's exhibiting these symptoms. We're concerned. What do we do? And the doctor said, oh, look, we'll take some fish oil, give him a little vitamin D. And, you know, if it gets any worse, here's a prescription for antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, I was expecting a little bit more than that. Like, you know, I understand. And it was like, okay, well, we tried that for a while. We were a little leery of the antibiotics, to be honest. But there just wasn't any real like, why are we doing this? And what is all this supposed to do? It was just, it wasn't take two aspirin and call me in the morning, but it was almost like that to us, right? Mm -hmm. 
And meanwhile, I mean, what you're telling me is that on a daily basis, Eli was exhibiting behavior that wasn't him. Or, and even several years before, you could see the onset of this. Yes. And, and it was getting worse. And you mentioned the, the, the sound that he would make. Yeah. So like it was, you know, it started with like the lining up the pants with the zipper or whatever, the belly button. And then it went into like this eye roll. Like he would just like roll his eyes. And then he started playing, he was playing soccer and all of a sudden he started going, and he go, and we were like, okay, you know, that was like the next tick. And that one really stayed with him for a while. And it got to the point where like, we'd take him to soccer games and he'd be like, embarrassed like mom does any of the other kids see me doing this and I said I don't think they do like and, and truly kids weren't making fun of him nobody was seeing what we were seeing but he felt it and he yeah. was becoming more like Eli's just like this fun-loving kid who's like always up for the party right like he's like party kids friends like he is just the kid that thrives on friends and he was starting to want to do less he was shrinking back in himself he yeah. was the anger and, and constantly like getting in trouble. He's like, why am I a bad kid? And it just I'm like, you're not a bad kid. You're just having a hard time controlling your temper. I remember even on the phone call, the first phone call we had, he was hiding. He would, he didn't even want to get on the camera. He was yeah. so shy. And that's not Eli. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Cause now he's like, Hey Maggie, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about that. I mean, what was the transformation that you, what are the outcomes that you have now? I mean, we're, you're about what, three months, like about a month or two months out of the program. Yeah. You finished your program about two months ago. So in our eight week program, what was the outcome that you were able to see? Well, the outcome with Eli is he's just, the ticks are gone. The anger's gone. And, you know, we, we eventually put him on antibiotic, but the antibiotic was exacerbating everything. And so then, you know, with pandas, you play this game of like, rotating antibiotics, which antibiotic, which antibiotic. And that's why a lot of kids are on antibiotics for years is because they're trying to figure out like which one is going to work. Mm-hmm. And with your program, you know, and we'll talk about why we, we came to it in a minute, but within, gosh, what was it? Maybe three to four weeks, Maggie. I mean, we climbed a pretty steep hill. And then all of a sudden it was like, I got my son back. I mean, and it was overnight. It was like one day he was like, hoo hoo and angry. And like, Then it was like, oh, wow, the hoots are going down. He's not doing this as much. And then all of a sudden the anger just dissipated. And this like happy kid woke up and he was like, he was saying to us, mom, do you notice how happy I am now? Do you notice I don't get mad anymore? And we were just like, yeah, buddy, we noticed. And like, he's seven, like for a seven-year-old to even notice their own behavior was huge. Yeah. It was huge. And I remember like even that week four, week five on our live training calls, one of the things that you had mentioned was that it was hard for Scott to believe that yeah. it really was real. It's it's so hard when you're used to several years of this, you like think it's never going to go away. Yeah. And I remember like it was, I mean, and, and we're on different journeys with this, but it was, even as the improvement was happening, it was hard for Scott to really believe this really is real. It's not just a day. It's not just a week. It's actually here to stay. Yes. And you had mentioned it wasn't until Eli said something that Scott was able to be like, hmm. Yeah. Because, right? you know, Scott, my husband loves his son so much and he was so scared that he wouldn't be able to heal that he didn't want, he didn't want to believe it until he felt like he had, it was just like too scary for him to even say like, he's okay. Cause then if he's okay, what if he's not okay? Right. Mm-hmm. And so Eli was starting to get better and starting to get better. And I was like, I think his behavior is great. But then you, then there's the natural kid behavior, which comes up and Scott would be like, Oh, look at that. And I'm like, I think that's the natural kid behavior. Like, okay. So he didn't get in the car when you ask him to, to leave the park today. That's just being a kid, but he's not, <laughs> really, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, so I was so scared that like, I was like, he's not going to be perfect. But then Eli came home a couple days after that, where Scott was like, I don't think this is working. I don't think it's working. Oh my God. Oh my God. And Eli was like, dad, I'm happy. Look at me. Like he was prompted 
like, look at me, dad, I'm so happy. And it was like, Scott was crying. I was crying. And he was like, everything's okay now. Like typical kid, like they just move on. Right. And you're like, God, it's been two years. (laughs) This is a big shift, Kate. Like you are dealing with, you're dealing with someone that know that is a specialist in that area with pandas and you were doing the antibiotics like you were supposed to. That was the only treatment. And you felt like the symptoms were getting worse. Well, my question is, and why is it by week four of working with us, you were starting to get your son back? What was the difference? Why work with, I mean, why did you choose to work with us? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, I think before it was like, am I doing enough for my son? Like, okay, I'm giving him fish oil. I'm giving him some D, which both of those weren't enough to the levels that you recommend, right? So right there, we had the wrong dosage on those supplements. Mm-hmm. But then there's all these other supplements that we really needed to help bolster his immune system. This is an autoimmune. And you were the first person that said, this isn't pandas, this is autoimmune. Like, don't worry about what the label is. Yes. It's autoimmune. And we need to rebuild his resistance and get that wall up. His immune system and- to work for him instead of against him. Yeah. And as a parent to a child, like, I just want my kid to be better, right? Like every parent, you just want your child to be better. Mm-hmm. And I felt like what I was doing was like, well, you know, should we do a food elimination program with them? Should we give right. them a little bit of food stuff? Should That's what every parent thinks. Another elimination diet? Yeah. Should I Google like, and find out how many supplements is good for pandas? Right. It was like a guessing game, right? A guessing game. And that's why I said, I want to work with Maggie because you said, it's not a guessing game, Kate. It's a data game. And I knew if I had data, then I would know that I was doing everything I possibly could for my son. It wasn't like, okay, well, that didn't work for a month. Let's try something different. And up until Mm -hmm. then, it was just like, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's do, you know, less gluten. Let's take out eggs. Let's take out carrots. Is it carrots? Is it meat? Is it you don't not- want to guess with food on a kid. It's hard enough getting your kid to eat, yeah. <laughs> right? right? And then you're guessing. And I mean, for a year or two, I, I mean, we talked about you were doing some elimination diet and not getting an outcome, wondering if this change made a difference, if that change made a difference. You had no valuable data to actually work with. It was a guessing game after two years. Yeah. And I want my kid to have a normal life, Maggie. Like when my kid goes to a birthday party, like one of the things when, you know, our doctors looked at the food testing results, they're like, oh, he's allergic to eggs. And you and Frankie were like, no, he's not. He's fine. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because now my kid can have things that have eggs in them. Like eliminating eggs is a big deal from a kid's diet. There's a lot of things that use eggs, like baked goods, even with coconut flour, gluten-free. And I'm like, I want my child to have as as normal a life as possible, eat as yeah. normal of foods and to have as least resistance as possible in his life. And I, I wasn't able to do that at all. Well, here's the thing is you bring up a really good point. This whole thing with food intolerance testing, that's why I don't even like that word. I call it food mapping because the process of food intolerance testing, the way that it's done, the way it's spoken about, the way people use the data is kind of a lot of bunk. But the reason it's a lot of bunk is food intolerance testing isn't bunk. But the problem is, is that in uh, people with autoimmunity, first of all, you got to get the right test. If you get the wrong test, you're going to get bad data, bad data in, bad data out. And many of the tests you're talking about, even doctors using, that's definitely like mail order, but like over the counter testing the data just doesn't have the validity in my experience at all in, in autoimmune disease. And then doctors that do run it, some of them are not running the right tests. Yeah. And in, in the right test in people with autoimmune disease definitely to me is very different, having ran thousands of these, okay? But the other piece of this is proper interpretation. So here's the thing is, if you're not working with someone who knows what's a false positive and what's a false negative, they're going to tell you to eliminate crap that you don't need to, good stuff that you didn't need to. Like in Eli's case, though, even though the test said eggs positive, we showed you how it was a pos- false positive or a false negative and explained that. So you were armed with that knowledge right. and you knew with certain things like, no, nah, you do not have to eliminate eggs. And how important is eggs in Eli's diet? 
Huge. Right? He loves them. He loves them. Right. <laughs> totally. Like right. we just so need one to, like, less thing I have to say, no, you can't have. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. What is having, so certainty and clarity you saying is around data. So it's data around like a data driven approach to supplementation. Data driven approach to data driven approach to healing my son. Right. And, and understanding what his body is going through. So the other thing that was driving me crazy is with, you know, even though the doctor has so much more information and so much more knowledge and education than I am, I want to know, I don't want to just be told like, here, go try this and then come back. Mm -hmm. Why? What is that supposed to do? How's it supposed to help my son? What else am I supposed to be looking for? What is this supposed to be doing to him? Like, I want to understand that so I can help him in the best way possible and not just be told like, oh, you don't need to worry about that. Why don't I need to worry about that? And that's what you did for us. You, you made sure even when we came to each of the QA calls or the mastermind calls, like you would even like drill us like, okay, so Kate, why is that? Oh gosh, you know, like you made sure we knew why you were telling us to do what we were doing or what the information my kid needed. And that me peace of mind. That's priceless. You know why? Okay. So this is very different. I tell people this all the time and now you understand it. I say working with us, we're an eight week online educational coaching program. Working with us is completely different than working with another functional doctor or integrative doctor for eight weeks or a functional nutritionist for eight weeks. And the reason is for me, I think it's, this is a great conversation. This is that what is the nature of the doctor patient relationship as you have experienced it. And, and most of us, and if the, I'm going to go through this example, but that's you say me too. You go in a doctor's office, you're here, the doctor is here, you go in and say what your symptoms, your problem is. They decide what testing they're willing to bestow upon you. They give you the interpretation they want for you or lack thereof, but they just tell you what they think you should do. You're like, oh, okay. You go and do that. And then whether it helps or not, you come back and you say, it helped or it didn't help. Repeat the same cycle. Now, here's the problem with the cycle of how medical care is typically delivered. There's nothing in this process, even if you go back to this doctor 10 times, no matter how much of a guru specialist this is, okay, is that there's nothing that elevates this person, you, to go from here to educate you, to empower you, to actually help you develop the critical thinking. So you have mastery around what's going on with autoimmune disease, right? There's nothing in this process that increases your power, your mastery of this. So for me, what we do is totally night and day because it's huge. Why do we get crazy outcomes like this? This is the outcome you're talking about with Eli. It's like a medical miracle, but it isn't. It isn't. It's a reality in our program every single day. Why? Because we actually have the process to change the nature of who you are to actually be the master of autoimmune disease for you and your child. Literally a champion in this. And how do we do that is number one is data. Number two is we actually have teaching modules that train you and Scott like video modules that you went through. And number three, we actually have live training calls hours every week in a small group that really helps teach you critical thinking. How does this person become super smart like this? You got to train for it. You got to have a guide. You got to have a master. You got to have your own data to elevate you. So you get to this point where you can have a collaborative conversation where you actually are the pilot and no longer the passenger in your child's autoimmune disease. And you can be on equal plane to an equal conversation to invite collaboration with your doctors. Totally. That makes so much a difference. I can't even tell you. Just my peace of mind and knowing that now, and again, like nobody ever said this was an autoimmune thing. It's just like, oh, it's pandas. He's got this infection, take some antibiotics. It could take a few years, you know, and maybe he'll grow out of it and we'll just see what happens. It was just this sort of like random hackney. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's nobody no said like his blood cells may not be strong enough. His immune system may not be strong enough. 
we're not gonna be able to kick the, I mean, if, he, if someone has a poor immune system, you can be given antibiotics forever, right? Like, I'm like, no, I don't want him to be on antibiotics. That's given getting rid of all the good stuff in his body too. How do I make my child have the most optimal health possible and the most normal life possible? That is what I wanted. And I wasn't going to get it by just giving him antibiotics for the next three to four years and playing whack-a-mole with antibiotics and hoping we were going to find the right formula. Now I know I'm helping my child be as healthy as he possibly can. I mean, so let me ask you this. I mean, it is an investment in playing full out the whole eight weeks in our program. You and Scott, you guys played full out. You did every module. You came, you know, you came to the calls. You listened to these recordings, and you really was part of the drill to drill this mastery into you. This is a huge investment of your time. I mean, time, effort, and finances as well. And so, for me, let me ask you this. I mean, was this worth all that investment in it for this outcome? Oh yeah. I mean, this, we're talking about my child's health, Maggie. You know, we're talking about his quality of life. So my child could continue to go up and down on a roller coaster of hooting, being embarrassed, being out of control, you know, in our family, just living in this tense situation, me living with this overwhelm and guilt and like, oh my God, am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. Scott being beside himself. I mean, yeah, like five times what we invested, you know, and yes, it's intense, but like, what else are you going to do? You're going to do the very best you can for your child. I, there's not going to be just this simple little magic bullet. But with the data, I know exactly what I need to do. I know exactly what Eli needs. And you're there to show us how to do it every step away and ask all the questions. So now we're just like, okay, we got it. Like we totally understand. And to have that level of confidence is priceless. It's totally priceless. Well, to like, me, it's, it's almost like this is, I mean, this is a different Kate as a mother than I saw two, three months ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, two or three months ago, I was just on pins and needles and I was just like, how can we help him? And the whole family's stressed out. When you have a child that's ill, you know, it's not like, oh, they're sick for a couple of days and then, you know, you're all going to have chicken soup and, you know, watch a few movies. I mean, this is pervading every aspect of your life. It's preventing your family from going out and having yeah. fun outings. Our older son is feeling like he's not getting enough attention. Scott and I are not fighting, but we're agitated with each other because, you know, he's worn out. I'm worn out. Everyone's worn out from the, from a child. Yeah. Overwhelmed. Yeah. This is not a good life for anyone. And we lived yeah. it for two years, like done, done. So mm. yeah, if I've got to invest eight weeks and some time and money to make that go away and make my child as healthy as he possibly can, his ticks are gone away. He's happy now. He's playing with his friends. He's playing soccer and he's in control of his life again. Yeah. yeah. That's like a no-brainer for me. That was, that was the easy part. Yeah. I love that. And for those of you, I mean, for those of you with children or yourself are suffering with autoimmune disease symptoms, and you don't have a clear path here, this is about clarity. And our program is for, uh, to address all autoimmune diseases. So if you haven't watched the online training, please go to healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com and go ahead and register and just watch the training about what is the big paradigm shift that causes people like Kate and your family to have these amazing outcomes in like a very short period of time. I'm not talking years, I'm not even talking months, I'm talking weeks, right? There is a program, there is a process, there is data to make this process extremely outcome-driven. So I appreciate your bravery in sharing this with us, and I just, I appreciate you so much. Oh, I'm happy can't... for you. <laughs> Maggie, you're like a rock star in our house. Eli's like, there's Maggie. Mom's going to talk to Maggie today. Like, he's so, he's so grateful. You know, he really is because he feels like he has his life back too. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for helping people in the way we need to be helped. Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.